Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. was the most popular wedding singer around. You spin me right round, baby, right round, like a record, baby, right round, round, round. Hey, somebody get some pants on that kid! Until he got stood up at his own wedding. I woke up this morning and I realized I'm about to marry a wedding singer? Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! New Line Cinema presents... Is it true that you're in the middle of a nervous breakdown? Whoopity-doo! Adam Sandler. Hey, psycho. Get out of my Van Halen t-shirt before you jinx the band and they break up. And Drew Barrymore. You're the wedding singer. How you doing? I'm Robbie. I'm Julia. In a story about finding love where you least expect it. Uh-oh. What? You like her. No, I don't. This is my fiancé, Glenn. I don't even know your last name. It's Gulia. Julia's last name is going to be Gulia. Julia Gulia. That's funny. Why is that funny? I I don't know. I just... Hello, welcome to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we revisit movies and TV shows we haven't seen in a while and see how they hold up today. 2018, September. You're really dating this podcast. (laughs) Can't remember the date. Anyways, I'm Jay McNabb. Joining me as always is... Robert Larone. And... Blaine Waters. And this week we... We always say we have a special show, but we yeah. kind of do have a special show this, this week. This one's actually special. <laughs> it's like literally centering around something special in one of our lives. Yeah. It's Blaine. Is it okay to say this on the air? Yeah. That you're you... getting married. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. What, what did you the think other I was going to say? Don't, don't say the other thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. private. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm getting married. I'm getting married. Actually, when this when this podcast comes out, I, it'll be like three days to my wedding. Or right. Wow. So there's yeah. still time for listeners to crash it. What's the address again? <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really wanted to do that. I really wanted to like pay an actor to come in and be like, stop, like right at the thing. And my my, to... <laughs> why would you? <laughs> That's a terrible that? idea. Because I wanted like the the rom com wedding. You, you almost to... screwed this whole thing up before you even got it off the ground. Oh, many many times. Wait, yeah. You wanted to hire an actor to pretend to be like a guy who was secretly like your fiance's true love no, to he, come in he, he like been... you'd be like the shitty bill pullman like character <laughs> no 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 he would have been like stop stop and then uh, and then we would have turned around and he would have been like oh sorry wrong wrong wedding and that would have been that would have been the end of it that's it's funny uh, only to me you would have been like just been... that couple in that one joke in wayne's world too <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, that's all I wanted to be. That's a weird fantasy. It is a weird fantasy. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait to see what actually does go on. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be not yeah. like that. Rob but... and I are going to be at your wedding. If you yeah. want someone to start some shit, like, oh, please, not yeah. please out of the no, realm of possibility. I should have I not given any. I use the credit on my role. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. We haven't even talked about the movie we're going to do because we're going to do a special wedding-themed movie. Because you're getting married this week, and we're going this to... This is what you guys are giving me for my wedding gift, right? Yeah. This is the doing this movie. <laughs> we couldn't afford anything on the registry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. We are going to be doing The Wedding Singer. Yeah. Starring, Adam Sandler. Starring Adam Sandler, directed by Frank Caracci, written by Tim Herlihy. A lot of good names. Good names. Uh, yeah. They're all pseudonyms for Adam Sandler. <laughs> exactly. He did it yeah. all. He was also Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> kind of a favorite of mine. I'm excited to delve into it. But before we get to that, I do want to mention our Patreon donors. Thank you so much to everyone who gives a few bucks a month to help keep the show going. If you want to donate, you can go to patreon.com slash rewatchability. Helps, helps keep the lights on here. Yeah. Uh, you're our true loves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe they could give us a gift, you know? <laughs> Yeah, where should they send wedding gifts if they want? What's the address again? I think it's patreon.com. Okay, (laughs) fair enough. Okay, let's get into it. The Wedding Singer, big movie. We've done a couple of Adam Sandler things on the show. We did Billy Madison once. Yeah. I think we did Bulletproof a long time ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we have talked about about Adam Sandler. Those are the best ones. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, like this is... Might be my favorite one, but let's talk about when we first saw it. Rob, did you see it back in 1998? I don't think that I saw it right then. I think like this was in like because there were so many Adam Sandler movies in the late '90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s, and they weren't like peak Sandler. Yeah, yeah, they weren't explicitly bad. Like Happy Gilmore, I think probably has some good stuff in it. Sure. Yeah, you know, we it's got a lot of good that. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there were all of them floating around. I don't remember what order I saw them in. I think. I probably saw The Wedding Singer a bit later. It already had like a bit of a reputation as like a, you know, as a fun movie and people quoted it. And like I sort of already knew like, you know, some of the the scenes going in. Like, you know, I knew Billy Idol was going to show up at some point. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you knew that? I knew that. Oh, that's a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, you know, where is he going to show up? Mm. You know, he's always showing up at wedding at somewhere, you know. What? Yeah. I'm going to cross my fingers. That's great. He always shows up to see if he can sing White Wedding. (laughs) It's his only thing. Yeah. It's Billy Idol's newer albums. I don't know if you know them. He, he tries to capitalize on that same success. He has a lot of songs about bar mitzvahs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Holiday theme. Yeah. Blue bar mitzvah. <laughs> Blue bar mitzvah. Yeah. So did you like it? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was one of the better ones. It's way more of like a romantic comedy than the other Adam Sandler ones. So, yeah, I liked it, but it wasn't like a huge movie for me or anything. Okay. What about you, Blaine? Yeah, I'm kind of with Rob. Like, I watched all of the early Adam Sandler movies and liked how juvenile they were because I was juvenile in age. And I I remember seeing this one and liking it, but not as much as kind of the other movies that he had done. But yeah, I I have no real huge memory of this one. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Did you was this a, a big one for you? Uh, not at first. I was like you guys. I probably watched you know like the sillier ones, and I I don't know why, but I wasn't excited about it when it came out in theaters, and then I rented it when it came out on video, and I liked it fine. Mm-hmm. And then I I don't remember why, but I I bought it on on tape. 
Because uh, you liked it fun. You were no, like, I need to own this. It was at like a garage sale. Okay. And it was one of those things where you buy like a box of right. tapes for 10 bucks or something. I don't know. Something yeah, like that. Basically taking away people's garbage. You're like, this is good. It was yeah. just before they were considered garbage. Okay. <laughs> they still had value at the time. They're mm-hmm. coming back. <laughs> And it became a movie that I would just like watch occasionally. And then I watched it so many times that I realized like, oh, yeah, this is actually a movie I genuinely really think is a good movie and actually really like. And there's a number of reasons why I think that's the case that we'll get into and why I think personally, I think it's Adam Sandler's best movie with his like team of guys. Right. Right. Like he's done some. It's his best comedy movie. Yeah. Like he's done interesting work, you know, with other Filmmakers that have Paul kind of Thomas wanted to work Anderson, with him. Yeah. Noah Baumbach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people like that. But that guy who made Spotlight. <laughs> oh, he... he made the Magic Shoe movie, right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, the did he? oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Exposing the sex scandal in the shoemaking industry. <laughs> no, no, that's not what it's about. <laughs> oh, didn't see it. <laughs> Cobbler Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> like, because he has a crew of guys that he yeah. kind of makes movies with. They're his buds. Yeah, and a lot of times it, you know, it, this movie kind of seemed like an anomaly. Yeah. And it was, I think, right around the time I was falling out of liking Adam Sandler movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, because I really was really into Happy Gilmore and and those kind of things. And then there was this one which I liked and then after that it was like The Water Boy which I really did not like right, yeah. like Little Nicky which that one was bad yeah. And stuff. oh yeah I, I actually did see that in the theater but <laughs> oh, I regretted it Big Daddy's okay I guess yeah has some, I think some that one moments. had some good stuff in it. but anyways well let's get into the movie itself Rob do you want to run down what happens I sure I do <laughs> <laughs> what was, was oh my Adam god, Sandler are you and Blaine married now? <laughs> no, we're married. Oh shit. <laughs> Apologies to your wife. Yeah. I am married already. I mean I know you're you come from a Mormon background. <laughs> That's uh It's all legal in the eyes of God. The wedding singer. <laughs> it's about this guy, Adam Sandler plays Rob Hart. Mm. Good name for a protagonist of a romantic comedy. Sure. Yeah. And he is a wedding singer. That's his job. We first see him at a wedding, and he's doing a rockin' rendition of You Spin Me Right Round, Baby Right Round, like a record baby, Right Round, Baby Right Round. That's the full title. No one ever says the full title. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. There's an ellipsis, so (laughs) you don't have to all the time. But he's very good at his job. He, like, keeps the action going. He, like, you know, makes sure that people are dancing. Mm -hmm. He's... Make sure the kids have pants on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Somebody put some pants on that kid! (laughs) That's a great impression. Oh, thank you. You, you got the impression game down. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. I, I mean, I was making fun of it, but I actually think that joke was really funny. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's funny. He's funny. Yeah, I liked I liked the beginning because it was like the quintessential wedding moments of like someone giving like an underage kid, like the, the boy, the alcohol. He's like, yeah, have a sip of beer, you know? And, yeah. And that comes back. Yeah. Soon after. Yeah. Well, yeah. It comes right back up soon after. In his duties of being an awesome wedding singer, he has to help out this kid who is throwing up. And that's where he speaks to this girl who his friend was saying that he was going to have sex with. Oh, right. You yeah. Know, they was being like, the, ah, she's going to get it. Yeah. The guy that's dressed up in every 80s costume and known to man. Yeah. As, again, it's Adam Sandler's buddy, right? Yeah. It's the guy who's in every Adam Sandler movie and no other movies on the face of the earth. <laughs> well, I think sure. he's the guy who did Grandma's Boy. Is that what it's called? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, the Nick Swardston movie? Or something like that. Yeah. Is he in it, too? I never saw He's it. He's like the main character in that, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I thought Nick Swardston was. I'm going to look Maybe it it's look a it different... Up. Gerontology movie. <laughs> but he's Gerontology? Scientology? <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I think he's actually like, because a lot of the times that guy has to play really ridiculous characters. Like he was yeah. like the homeless caddy in Happy Gilmore. But here oh, he actually right. just gets to be like his friend. Yeah, mostly yeah. not a weird dude. <laughs> or weird in yeah. realistic ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so they have this conversation, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. She talks about how her boyfriend just doesn't seem like he's ever going to uh, drop the question. Is that what you say? Pop no, the question? No, because they're, 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 he popped the question already, but they're not going to set a date. Oh, right. Yes, yeah. it's a classic set a date. Okay, I just want to po- uh, jump in and say that his friend in Grandma's Boy, yeah, he is, I guess, the star, is Alan Alan Covert yeah. is his friend. Mm. And if you wonder why you don't recognize him in a lot of movies, it's because he's sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, but it sounds funny. <laughs> we also find out that he is, in fact, getting married. He sort of tells the audience that. And, you know, and in fact, Drew Barrymore is going to be working at his wedding because she's like the caterer. Yeah, I kind of like this whole everyone around a wedding thing. Like yeah. there's the caterer to the wedding. There's the limo driver. Who's it's very his party down. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is very <laughs> party down. I really like that kind of family that they have there. Yeah. Is, yeah, it's fun. Four prime rib. Always the prime rib. Make them eat the fish. Can I have three prime rib? Fish is my command. He's so nice to you. I let him look at my boobs at the Christmas party last year. Not my finest half hour, but it's been a pleasant working environment ever since. No. So, how's your first night going, cuz? It's just that being at this wedding is making me realize that Glenn is never going to set a date. And I've been wearing this ring for two years and I feel like an idiot. Hey, you know what you must do? Relax. Go do it. That all happens. There's like a little bit of Boy George and... Yeah, can we... Because it's it's weird because everyone hates that, like, uh, Alexis Arquette. Is that the, the actor? Yeah. Yeah. And she's passed away since. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sadly. But a trans actor in this movie, right? Yeah. She transitioned after this movie. Oh, after this movie. Right? Correct. I don't know the history of it. I think, like, she had, like, a a process that sort of, like, went back and forth. So in some some roles, like, she was credited as a woman and some roles she was not. Right. Because in this movie, she is supposed to be kind of representing... Boy George. Boy Boy George. George, And, like, that, you know, kind of culture. And we... I was talking about... Club. Yeah, it was like a club of people into culture. But yeah, I was curious what you guys thought about the sort of jokes surrounding her character in the movie. Did you think that it was sort of at the expense of the people who were closed minded at the time? Because this was kind of like this kind of gender fluidity was sort of new yeah. in the 80s in popular culture. For sure. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, like her character is like someone that we are supposed to be. You know, she's part of Adam Sandler's band. Like, we're supposed to be sort of on her side. For sure. But, like, when he leaves to help the kid puke in the alley, like, uh, she starts playing and people are rolling their eyes and booing and stuff. Yeah. Well, they they do play that song twice. I think that's that's part of it. That's part of it. Yeah, I mean, like, 
I think that the way that the movie sort of handles it is like sometimes a little bit not great, but I think overall, like it is like rooting for the character. There are some jokes that are sort of based on that this person's appearance or sexuality or whatever is weird. But I also think that like they also there's an affection for the character, which is very real. And we should also mention that. Alexis Arquette reprised the character in Blended, which was another Wait, Adam what? Sandler. I did not know that. Drew That's Barrymore crazy. movie, yeah. And in that movie is credited as Georgina. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. So I think like you know, yeah. maybe maybe it wasn't like a perfect depiction, but on the other hand, like it's a good depiction and it seems to be like a good, you know. What did yeah. she do in that movie? Do you know? Didn't see it. No. Did you think she'd be like, hey, you two look like this other couple I know. <laughs> yeah, they're the same character? I well, mean, they're like 20 years older than you. <laughs> yeah, but it's also because... Well, watching- Adam Sandler's movies exist in a shared universe like Marvel. Do they? Do, like yeah. the Whedonverse? Well, like, yeah. Like, Sandlerverse? Like the Kevin Smith universe. Like, there are all these characters with, like, the same name. Like, there's a name I read. I've not been studying this independently, but I read somewhere (laughs) somewhere else on the internet one of the names that is mentioned in this that is not like we don't ever see this person on screen. The character's name comes back up in a movie played by Paul Blart Mallcop and then again by Josh Gad. So like all these people and names and identities sort of like sift through the Sandlerverse. Sure. Or it's just lazy, right? Yeah, he's got one name. (laughs) (laughs) Just uses it all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think that the the kind of fun thing about rewatching this was kind of realizing wh- what affection the movie had for its characters. Like even the the weirdos at table seven or whatever, like table nine, table nine, they're given their due, and and Adam Sandler kind of accepts them into his his situation. Yeah, and it's it is really accepting. Although there are times where Adam Sandler gets really grossed out by things, mm-hmm. there is this kind of like come under my wing, like everyone's welcome thing to this movie, which I like. Yeah, I'd yeah. say there's something to that. Yeah, yeah. but so. It's not going to go all well for Adam Sandler because uh, at his own wedding, you know, he's he's getting ready to get married. He gets stood up. Yeah. Classic. You know, it happens to the best of us. And Blaine, if it happens to you (laughs) next week, you know, it's not it's not personal. I mean, it might be. I don't know your situation, but it's probably just, you know, I'll react like I'm squinting into the sun (laughs) and say things in a dulcet voice like Adam Sandler does in the scene. Oh, is she not coming back? Okay. So Um, it was a bad note. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's funny. It is is funny. (laughs) But yeah, when Ariane and I put this movie in, we're like, because um, I was like, oh, you should watch it with me. And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. And uh, she's like, wait, bad things happen to the wedding in this movie? And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Do you guys have a wedding singer who. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I did want to ask you guys a favor for the wedding. <laughs> Two headed wedding singer, if we could get that. No, we don't. We're going to have like a. A, a DJ? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Silent wedding? Yeah. It's going to be. A... If they re- remade this movie now, it would just be a rom com about an iPod <laughs> yeah, exactly. falling in love with a server. <laughs> Is that what you're yeah. doing? You're just having yeah, a, yeah. yeah, Spotify and okay. Apple Music yeah. duking it out. Yeah, for sure. That's what the movie would be about. Hope you get the premium subscription for Spotify. <laughs> you I love have those to. wedding ads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to sell you on a honeymoon already? Like, oh. Just like <laughs> announcing the most embarrassing things you browsed on Amazon <laughs> <laughs> to your entire wedding. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he gets stood up. I, I, it's yeah. not going to happen to you. 
No. But again, no. if it does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. If it does, you know. It happened to Adam Sandler and he's he's great, right? He's like the man that every woman wants to be with. So Maybe introduce yourself to some of the servers just as like a backup <laughs> okay. like Adam Sandler does here. Sweet. Yeah, I, lo- I love that whole scene. And yeah, and I like the idea that kind of like he he's like a wedding guy like he just kind of wanted to get married right. even if it wasn't the right person yeah there is yeah. some like really bad exposition when they're like hanging around <laughs> sure. at the house and there's like that like mobster guy there <laughs> so that's his uh, brother-in-law yeah this is brother-in-law which is a ridiculous character like from a different it's from a mob movie that character he was literally in the godfather yeah, that's what was he that's yeah. why i and love it so fellas. much because he doesn't belong in this movie at all but he's so funny like yes. he's such a character there's also too. there's my favorite adr maybe in any movie is when he's like watering the plants with oh. the hose <laughs> yeah. and he says so adam sandler like oh go in the back like uh, someone's waiting for you whatever and adam sandler <laughs> He just keeps talking as Adam Sandler walks, and he's off screen, yeah. and he's still talking. And then he goes, "I go water all over me." Yeah. <laughs> it's just like for no reason. It's just like in the edit, they can't help themselves. They're just like, "Oh, we're yeah. going to take that because that line was funny in one in one cut, and we're going to put it into this one." He literally spilt water out of himself, and they yeah. just kept it. Yeah. Just like drinking water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is going to stain. What? Come on. That actor apparently sued what? The Simpsons because one of the one of Fat Tony's mobsters is based off him. That's the guy. That's the guy with like the helmet hair. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, he does have like a Spaceballs helmet on. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh god! Yeah, he yeah. lost that suit. I believe he right? did against lose the Simpsons. Yeah, against Fox. How could you lose <laughs> against Fox? Yeah, but this sends him into a spiral of despair. Yeah. Like he first of all, like his first wedding back, he does like the Love Stinks, Jay Giles band. Yeah, Giles? yeah, which is a great. I always scene. said Giles. Is it Giles? Is it Giles like Buffy? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just that Anthony Stewart head in his band. <laughs> but meanwhile, like Drew Barrymore's guy, first he wants to fly to Vegas and get married, but he agrees to like set a date and do it right. H- has he been in anything else? He's in Mad Men. He was in Mad Men? Yeah. That's he played uh, Harry Crane. No. Uh, <laughs> he was in like a few episodes of Mad Men, wasn't okay. he? He was he's, he's he played so a creep, <laughs> yeah. surprisingly. Yeah, Apparently he's, he's so in Andy Trebekah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I like honestly throughout the movie, like when it started, I was like, oh yeah, they just got a stock dude, stock douchebag. Uh, but then throughout it, I was like, oh, he's so good at this. Like, yeah, he's very, he's, it's very well played. I love his like devotion to Don Johnson's lifestyle. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like the yeah. suits and like the planning the wedding around Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. A few, because there's a lot of like 80s cult. We haven't even really mentioned the fact that the movie takes place in the 80s. Oh, I didn't get that. Uh, <laughs> well, it's hard to tell now because there's so much like 80s bullshit. It's come back. Right, it's yeah. true. You'd have a scene of someone playing their Nintendo now, and it's just like <laughs> yeah. one of those new Nintendo. They just bought everything at Urban Outfitters. It's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but but it is also like I was actually thinking of it in terms of like wow, it's actually kind. It was kind of ahead of, ahead of the curve for sure in terms of like 80s nostalgia stuff. Because yeah. now there's Stranger Things and you know mm-hmm. all that stuff. But this was not that long after the 80s. Too. No, I was thinking years after the 80s. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely like the first thing to aestheticize that whole thing and right. like the 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 music and I mean I guess Donnie Darko also sort of did that in yeah. its way. But this not one really in the same way. Sort of played it to the extreme. Yeah, there's the yeah. music and the like Michael Jackson. Well, it's sort of jacket. making fun of it and also is very affectionate for everything. Oh, I think it must mm-hmm. be super affectionate cuz I I was also yeah, thinking that maybe we were a bit of the wrong 
Not right. the wrong generation, but like this movie, if you were like a little bit older than us, if you were Adam Sandler's age, right. this movie would have been aimed at like, you know, people that were teens in the 80s. Yeah. And all of these jokes about 80s culture would have really landed more than they would have for us at the time. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Not that, it, not that the movie relied on that. There were a few jokes. I never typically like these types of jokes. I yeah. like when the movie's just in the world of the movie. But and I, and I totally didn't like remember those jokes at all from when I first watched it. But like the Donald Nirvana exactly. joke. Oh like, my god, they'll still be together in the future. Woody and Mia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or it's like, amazing how all three of those couples were in the news last week. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! Oh yeah, you're totally <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, prescient Adam Sandler. And one joke I ne- when I was a kid, I don't think. I mean, you probably knew this, but I guess I wasn't as big a Van Halen fan. But the get out of my Van Halen T-shirt before you jinx the band and they break up. Oh, that was so funny. (laughs) Like, I always just thought it was a funny line. I don't think I realized how, like, rancorous a relationship. You know how I feel about Van Halen jokes. They are the funniest thing. (laughs) Time and time again, you said that on this podcast. That's what you're known for. They're, they're, you know, (laughs) if they'd, like, thrown a few Sammy Hagger jokes, I would have been, like, all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) I'll pretend I know what that means. It's awesome. He played. He was the singer for Van Halen after okay, David Lee. Technically, they did not break up. David Lee Roth just left the band and was replaced by Sammy Hagar, and hence they started calling it Van Hagar colloquially. Right. Oh, okay. We can we can do a whole podcast about Van Halen. I mean, if you <laughs> if you did, you, it would probably be like a big hit podcast. And David Lee Roth. I think he has a podcast, and he's actually like a really charismatic, oh, yeah. I, cool dude. I know. I think I've seen his podcast. It's called Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look for you, it on you, iTunes. You can't really listen to it because it hurts your ears a lot. But yeah. uh, it's the audio equivalent of assless chaps. <laughs> it's in a frequency that can't be heard through iPhone earbuds. It's really hard to listen to. <laughs> oh god. But yeah. yeah, so I mean, there are a few of those jokes, but like, I feel like mostly it's pretty grounded yeah. in the time. I don't know. It's definitely exaggerating the time. Like, yeah. All of the songs that they play are the most 80s songs of the 80s. Oh, all the clothes that they wear are the most yeah. 80s clothes of the 80s. And it, it kind of feels like they're making fun of other rom-coms a little bit because like th- every song that they pick is depicting what the scene is, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like they, the song talks about what they're going through as they go through the scene every time. But the soundtrack's amazing. Like, yeah, it's a great song. Like, yeah. they have, like, literally all the hits of the 80s. If you have the Wedding Singer soundtrack, you can throw all the records made between 1979 <laughs> and 1990. And it was a big hit, the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Because it was when people bought music. And I think it was one of those, you could always tell the big hit movies, I think it was one of those where they had to release a second yeah. CD of the soundtrack. Like, Days and Confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But so they start – Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore start to sort of get closer because her fiancé doesn't want anything to do with planning the wedding. Well, it's not just that. The thing I love about like how the script works is like it's totally totally have a great reason for him to hang out with her is because he knows the wedding business. Yeah. He knows everybody. He can get her a deal on everything. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny watching it, though, because Ariane was like, hey, would you be comfortable if, like, I made a, a best friend that did everything with me for the wedding that was a dude that liked me? And I was like... Because I have some yeah. bad news. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I met Adam Sandler. What? Don't, <laughs> cancel that actor, Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. can still get the sandwich, though, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, but it's I mean it is also a testament to the to the like douchebag character that he's like, "Oh, I know he has a thing for my fiance, but I'm like so much better than him." And like, yeah. Yeah. That guy is kind of a great foil. Yeah. For sure. They don't even like try to pretend that he's like a good guy or even like Drew Barrymore thinks he's really a good guy. Like it seems like no, But I love that he says everything mean that he says as if he's a good guy yeah like it always comes out like you know like i'm not gonna let you have the window seat honey it's for you yeah i'm doing this for you yeah it's great i love that 10 years ago try 10 days ago <laughs> yeah and younger oh god yeah he said the same thing to don draper <laughs> <laughs> but he also i like he wasn't like I mean, he was a really bad guy and really shitty, but he also wasn't, like, cartoonishly bad. Like, he was even kind of nice to Adam Sandler at first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, he felt very, like, realistic. Like, I feel like we, we see guys like that all the time. Yeah, he's he's not like a douchebag. Like he doesn't do anything really bad. He's, Except for cheating on his fiance. Yeah, no, he's just a douchebag. Not letting her have the window seat. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But also because <laughs> Wait, th that was set up though because cheating on her just glossed over. All right, because that was the thing that Adam Sandler said that his fiance wouldn't let him do. So it was like a you know like a like an important sort of symbolic. Oh, the like, window seat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever let, uh, or does she ever let you have the window seat? She does, yeah. Really? Yeah, because uh, she travels all the time for work, and I never I never fly. So when I do fly, I like to have oh, the window seat. Yeah. That's nice. And it's very so nice. Do you force her to take the aisle seat? No, she like can. Like this guy in the movie? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I force her to do that, yeah. That's fucked. But there's no winning this. I think there's no winning. All right, so they, they start spending all this time together. Yeah. And Feelings develop. Feelings. Yeah, and then there's like some scenes where they push the, like Christine Taylor is in this as yeah. uh as the best friend and there's Who we also talked about in Zoolander yeah was the former Miss Ben Stiller former eh? yeah that's sad yeah mm. it's like it, marriages never work out or something yeah it's like what's even the point <laughs> <laughs> you're married well yeah, you, you guys finished the podcast it's cool it's uh well we're gonna take a break but we'll be right back with more <laughs> wedding singer bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We're back on Rewatchability, part of the Entertainment One Podcast Network. We're talking about The Wedding Singer, and we're just getting to the part where Adam Sandler's hanging out with Drew Barrymore. They're spending all this time together. Oh, one of my favorite scenes is uh, we get a little musical number from Mr. John Lovitz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so great. He's so funny. Yeah. He's great. And he's like the wedding singer that's kind of filling the slot of, of Adam Sandler's uh, time card here, where he's stepping in, because Adam Sandler only does bar mitzvahs now, because right. uh, he can't do weddings anymore. <laughs> and John Lovitz is so, like... Trying to be so sexy, and he's so funny at that. Yeah. Just like the sleaziest wedding singer. Yeah. Oh, well, so what we, speaking of bar mitzvahs, one thing we didn't talk about was the scene where, like, he, like, helps that kid 
by like you know mm-hmm. making him feel good, and then the kid grabs Drew Barrymore's ass. Yeah, and then a and whole he's like, bunch one of- day I'm gonna grow up and form a movie studio. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it's like a horrible prequel. <laughs> <laughs> There was no potted plants there. I think it was fine. The kid, but I think that's kind of all right because the kid. Um, I mean, not all right. It's it's wonky and weird. But then, like the girl does it to Adam Sandler, and it's I don't know. Well, it's yeah, fair it sort game. Of, it turns into like a sweet sort of moment. Yeah, but it's kind of like the like peeing your pants scene in Billy Madison. It's exactly, exactly like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. It's, he always has one of those. Yeah, it's funny because it's like in a lot of screenwriting books they have the the save the cat moment where the hero like does something good for someone else and they become friends. And Adam Sandler is always helping a kid. He's like always just peeing his pants for someone. Or letting them grab someone's Sometimes ass. it just happens. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> he, he did help a kid right at the beginning. He's helping the kid that pukes, too. Yeah. 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 That's well, how I mean, he shows he's a good guy. I yeah. always, I never really... I mean, I like the scene, but even like when I first saw the movie, I remember thinking, like, oh, this is such a sweet scene. And then when he grabs a bunch of things, like, oh, this kid's a creep. I don't like him anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just looks creepy when he's doing it, too. Well, the wide yeah. smile and the knowing nod to Adam Sandler is a bit much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this that's... is what you wanted, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> Why'd you make me do this, Adam Sandler? <laughs> so, yeah, John Lovitz is great. Uh, he has that. He has that one moment at the end where Adam Sandler is playing that song, like "Somebody Kill Me," yeah, yeah, yeah. which is pretty funny in his own right. And John Lovitz is like by the curtain, being like, "He's gone insane," and he's so happy about it. And, and, the like, and I am reaping the benefits. <laughs> yeah. That's the ticket. I, yeah. <laughs> it's just so so on the nose and so great. Anyway, I also I think the joke is even funnier when he's singing the song though, because he said he started writing the song when he was with his girlfriend, and then he finished <laughs> it when they broke up. So it starts out a little like yeah, kind of cheery funny. and rocky, and then it's yeah. like, but it all was bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to a lot of the Cure when I wrote this. Yeah, it's funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of uh, really great jokes in this script, and apparently, like it went through a little bit of the doctoring. One of the people, of course, mm-hmm. who did it was uh, Adam Sandler, but another person was. Carrie Fisher. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know, one thing I think really works about that my wife pointed out when we were watching it is that the, like, Adam Sandler freakout moments, because all the movies have the moment where he, like, freaks yeah. out and yells. Yeah, and where he's talking quietly and then talks really loud. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all <laughs> motivated in this. Yeah. Like, he's got all those and they're all in the trailer, but they're like, the first one is really when, like, after his wife leaves him, he goes back to the wedding and yeah. it's like, oh, I have a microphone and you don't, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then here is because he's, you know, depressed and writing yeah. this crazy song. So, like, they're still there, but they don't feel performative. Yeah, they work within the scene. Yeah. Like, even yeah. the one where it's like, that that was news that I could have used yesterday. <laughs> he said that line before. I didn't remember that from back in the day, but, like, he said that line totally like straight before and then when he says it again he's trying to get her attention with it right. so he says it loudly so yeah it's yeah you're right it's totally all motivated it's nice yeah but he's uh, also like it's not just him reacting like the world is kind of heightened like the first silly thing that really happens is uh, maybe my favorite scene which we haven't talked about is the Steve Buscemi part at the oh, beginning yeah. or, like that's the first funny thing and it's not even Adam Sandler doing it it's Man, he was everywhere in the 90s. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's so great that when he, like, walks off the, the loading dock, 
Uh, he, <laughs> he ended, drops his, his glass. glass. Yeah. I, like it looks like he's going to break his leg, but he lands and he's fine. <laughs> he walks off. It was just uh, Steve Buscemi's improv in that was yeah. just amazing. He was giving the speech. He's like, and we picked up those two. Well, I guess they were prostitutes, but I don't remember paying. <laughs> Wait, can <laughs> it's you, like, you're like, okay, okay. Can you do a John Lovitz, too? Can you do a John Lovitz? John Lovitz. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's pretty no, good, really. too. I'm going <laughs> to... We're, we're going to make gonna you do, do accents all the time. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm available for weddings if the, you have one coming no. up. You're, you're a musician. Have you ever played a wedding? I have actually. Yeah, you were a wedding singer. Did you? I, well, steal I, the person's. I I was hired once to. I wish it was like the reception, but I was hired when I was in a band. I was hired by someone who's like a friend of a friend who heard my band, who hired me to play like their favorite song as they walked down the aisle. Oh, oh my wow. god, baby Which, got yeah. back. <laughs> no. But I was like really nervous because it was like, <laughs> who did the dialogue in that song off the top? That's really great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I was like I could if I screwed up I would just ruin their wedding. It was it was like a big fancy wedding with lots of people. So and, did you do like, it? Yeah, no, I and didn't. it went and went off. Yeah, the yeah, road. it went okay. fine. Yeah, you didn't have to yell your way through the song. <laughs> oh, somebody! <came. laughs> yeah. My girlfriend yeah. has just left me. And yeah. <laughs> sorry, guys. I tried to recover on that last bit. Didn't work out. No, it went okay. fine. But whatever, yeah. I'll help a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was actually yeah. thinking watching this. I was like, yeah, this would be pretty fun to have like a band and play weddings. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for yeah. him, it's like, uh, <laughs> and you want to start a band? Get <laughs> <laughs> this podcast thing. Let's yeah, do weddings. Yeah. Or do you, wedding podcasts. Yeah. Do wedding. That's the only thing weddings don't have. And you know what? Every time you say something about a wedding, someone jacks up the price. So we could actually get paid for doing a podcast. <laughs> the problem really is, great. even if people wanted to listen to podcasts at weddings, like even you want music at your wedding and you're using an iPod. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Very easy to... Uh, oh, and We could have a podcast instead of The Minister. Instead of like, you know, doing the right. speeches, you just listen to it on your earphones. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. better. <laughs> we'll officiate the, it for the, you. The problem with that is that everyone's like second best man, like in their in their wedding party, has a podcast. They already have a podcast. Right. That's true. That's yeah. True. So it's then, what happens? One thing I wanted to mention is that there's actually like this is the one Adam Sandler movie where we get more characters than just Adam Sandler. Like, yeah. the whole like Drew Barrymore is given like a lot of oh, material and that's what's so great because like, his previous two movies before this like the the female character is nothing they are non-existent yeah. they are non-existent. I think that they were just scraps of paper held up in lieu of female characters well I don't know if you guys saw the same interview but I was reading an interview with Tim Herlihy who wrote the movie and he was saying that like they like this is the only movie with, with scenes purely from a female perspective yeah. where like two women are talking and he said they would film those types of scenes in other Adam Sandler movies and they always got cut out because of like test screenings were like where's Adam Sandler (laughs) but they said like literally the only reason why they were able to put those scenes in this movie is because Drew Barrymore was a big star and people liked her yeah so like were the test screenings just Adam Sandler watching it (laughs) where did I go (laughs) (laughs) oh man you're starting to lose it. I know. It's becoming, <laughs> yeah. becoming yeah. Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's Aladdin's parrot. Yeah. But I mean, there there are like some good stuff. Like the stuff between her and Christine Taylor is really good. But they have this moment where Adam Sandler comes around and I mean, this is not a good idea. I don't know. 
I, I does this as an adult? I don't know if your fiance did this, where she just like practices kissing with another dude. Well, <laughs> yeah, the same buddy who's been helping her out, right? Yeah, it's because people before they get married they never kiss, right? No. So, so you have to practice on someone else. Well, they're talking about how much is like to is acceptable when you after you say the thing and they now you kiss and it's like right. a little bit of tongue, a lot of tongue. Yeah. So how much are you going to do? If- <laughs> Point is, when you're up there, you know, on the dais or whatever, in mm-hmm. front of all your friends and family, and you have to kiss your now wife, mm. think about Rob's words. Think about his face. Think not, about no. everything you're that's ruining happening my right wedding. here. You're ruining this, this much tongue. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not even a lot of tongue. It's just in weird places. It's awful. See you later. All right. Have fun today. Hey, wait, wait a second. Maybe. Maybe he can help us. You're the expert on this. We were just having a debate about wedding kisses. I say that it's okay for it to be an open mouth kiss. And I say that it's the type of occasion where people dress up so it's not appropriate. I see. But what do you want to do? I mean, thin, tight mouth and it's over? No. Thin, partially opened, no tongues over. No tongue, please. God, there's got to be a little tongue. Well, maybe a little tongue. Not porno tongue, church tongue. Yeah, it's funny because when we saw that scene, I was like, wait, wait, what are we going to do? And then she was like, just fucking do it normal, Blaine. I was like, I don't know normal anymore. They've confused me this whole movie. I have to go kiss Adam Sandler to figure it out. (laughs) I need to fly to L.A. Oh, God. Yeah, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore are made to kiss. Yeah. Which is... That's when she realizes that she fucking loves him. (laughs) Right. Right, yeah. Because then yeah. later, like, she, like, come... Oh, what happens? Like, does he come to her and, and he then... he brings her jacket back. Yeah, and yeah, he her. sees her, like... She's, like, trying on her wedding dress and, like, rehearsing, oh, yeah, that's, like, that's the... Later. I'm Miss Julia Gulia. That's gonna be her married name. Yeah, that's also a very Adam Sandler joke. It's yeah. so juvenile. It's, it's not... <laughs> it's, it is a juvenile joke, but what's funny is that Glenn yeah. doesn't <laughs> understand why it's funny. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, it's it's a proud family name. Yeah. The Gulias came from Gaul <laughs> in the 1600s. I know, but that's what yeah, uh, that's, that's why just why a funny joke. Gallia, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Julia Gulia and he says, "Why is that funny?" I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that, there's a lot of like missed opportunities for them to like to actually ch- tell each other how they feel. And then Drew Barrymore goes over to his house after he feels so bad mm-hmm. seeing her. And he got really, really drunk that night, saw her fiancé with a bunch of women that apparently love watching people get beat up. I don't know. They were like MMA fans Chicks or something. Dig that. Yeah. I was like, who they are these women? They love UFC. These women are like, I love a bully. This is great. I'm so attracted to this guy in right now. In the 80s, that's what, that's what women were into. <laughs> well, also, don't they get in an argument about like his fiance? Yeah, I know. It's very weird. And then, yeah, he goes home and his ex-fiance. Yeah, that's there. right. She right. she comes back and she says that she wants him now. Like before, like way back at the beginning of the movie where, you know, she first stood him up, she was like, you know, I was in love with you years ago when you were going to be a rock star and now that you're a wedding singer that's just nothing you know Mm -hmm. and meanwhile the whole like uh, Drew Barrymore thing is that like Christine Taylor told him that everybody wants somebody who can you know who has a car and a house (laughs) and that is not true (laughs) 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 I'm I'm really hoping it's not true I'm hoping it's not true (laughs) because I don't have a house and my car just bit the dust so (laughs) Uh do you have a CD player (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I only have records (laughs) (laughs) it only plays CDs 
Yeah, that's. I do also just wanted to mention I love that music cue when he comes back to his sister's house and his yeah. ex is Money. there. No, is what I want. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking what? about that one. No, I, I just interrupted you when to the, say another song. No, when the Smiths right. come in, when the the ex is there. I don't like the Smiths. Don't you? No. Okay. But did you like that? The wow, way that it was really worked dropped out. into that scene. <laughs> Loved it. Oh, you know, one thing I did want to mention that we kind of glossed over was the DVD cut of the movie is slightly different than the original oh. cut. There's like that scene where, like the old lady that he's teaching piano to is like lifting weights and talking oh about God. his penis. Oh yeah. That, that's the, that's the cut that I saw. Yeah. That's yeah. not in the original. Oh, that it was isn't? cut out because it's horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. <laughs> There's really one great thing about that scene though. And it's Adam Sandler's reaction to her saying all this stuff seems so freaking genuine. Like it's the best <laughs> acting he's ever done. Yeah. And it's in that horrible scene. Those lines weren't in the script. That was the actual old lady. <laughs> She's awesome then. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. awesome. She yeah. she lived to be a hundred and one years old. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And hers was she her song "Rapper's Delight" yeah. was the only non Adam Sandler non real song that was included on the soundtrack. Mm. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, but that scene with her and then. It's, there's this awkward scene afterwards where Drew Barrymore asks them to double date. It's completely unnecessary. Yeah, I actually yeah. love the the edit that's in the movie. It just goes from them saying like, "Oh, we should go on a double date," cut to like this awkward double date. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no reason we needed. No. But it's one of those things where like they're putting out a DVD. It's like let's call it the Extended wedding rific yeah. cut or some <laughs> right. shit. Yeah. So they throw a scene that the speech gone gone on too long. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that there is like a moment where like the old lady where they're like talking really serious and the old lady's doing. Bicep curls in between <laughs> them. It was yeah. so funny. Yeah, I, I love that. Yes, <laughs> made me chuckle. So Adam Sandler like doesn't sleep with his ex, but falls asleep. Yeah. with his ex because he's very drunk. And then Julia, soon to be Gulia, goes over to his house, and his ex answers in a Van Halen T-shirt. Yeah, 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 and only a Van Halen T-shirt. You know, what? and and I liked the little bit that actress had to do in that movie. I thought she did a great job too. Oh, yeah, she's uh, Angela Featherstone. Is that her name? Oh, really? That's a name. That's awesome. I think that's her. Maybe I just made that up. Featherstone. It's like Uh, an opposite. But then how does does Adam Sandler find out what happened? Christine Taylor comes over? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think. And gives her like, and gives him like the Aristotle Messenger speech of like everything that happened in the movie. It's like, right. oh, she went to the, she got yeah. on this plane at this time, and like you have to catch her for this yeah. reason. And then he like, you know, he races to the to Vegas to catch her, and you know, he gets he, there's one seat on the plane, and mm-hmm. he gets on first it's business class, class yeah. and nah, 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 and he doesn't realize that they're on the same plane. Wait, wait, this, don't skip over this. This well, is the big end of the movie. It is okay. It's the climax <laughs> of the movie. I would argue, first of all... You just want to get to Billy Idol. You, just, you want to get you know right it. there. I think the way all of this is edited is very clever. It's like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Where they Wait, just... what? Well, because in Silence Wait, of the Lambs, no. they're showing... Can you hear the wedding singing, Clarice? They're showing Buffalo Bill in the house and right. the SWAT team outside. Right. And yes, then, I know the scene. Yeah. So, like... Same thing here. You think it's two separate planes. Yeah. And then in the end, it's Adam Sandler 
is in the first class section of the same plane. Yeah, Again, like as a writer, I think you'd appreciate like the cleverness of like we'll we'll make it just one seat I in like first that. class, yeah. and then he's in the back. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, the, the, oh come how, on, it's great. No, it's good. How he finds out is like the worst, but it's that's wait, wait, good. What do you mean? Because he's he has everyone first class surrounding him, and then the stewardess comes in, interrupts his story that he's telling everyone. Goes, guys, you won't believe it. There's a creep in in coach that just said this to me. I'm like yeah, who like who reports their life like that? Well, yeah. I think is, she would have Twitter for her. She like, would have told her coworkers, weird. and her coworkers were hanging out with everyone was just right. friends now. Okay. And I, I that's lo- never happened to you in first class. <laughs> no, no. I do I also probably class. happened to your fiance. Yeah, maybe. The the Billy Idol of it all, or yeah, it's Billy really Idol just you the know, Deus Ex Idol. Yeah. <laughs> he comes over to tell me how she feels, and Linda answers the door wearing nothing but my Van Halen T-shirt. No way. I don't know what to do. She's getting married, and he's gonna ruin her life. Yeah, Glenn doesn't deserve her. All he cares about possessions, fancy cars, CD players. Even women are possessions to him. Yeah. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. Which is actually because I was, I always, I, I guess I never really kind of broke it down and thought about it until we watched it for the podcast. But I always just thought, oh, it's a funny cameo for the sake mm-hmm. of a funny cameo. Yeah. But I think it's actually born out of necessity. Probably when they were yep. writing it, they thought, why is there a guitar on the plane? For Adam right. Sandler to play and yeah. sing, we need a musician on there. Mm. Let's get Billy Idol, a musician who's associated with weddings. <laughs> totally, <laughs> not great that ones. He'd have a guitar because he wrote the song, right? For uh, but that was on the way to the airport. Okay, you yeah, bring a guitar to like you know run after your well. If you're gonna you if want? you're gonna woo her, I don't think the song. I don't want to hear your song playing. <laughs> No, I love that. I love everything about this scene. I, you know, you like romantic comedies more than me, yeah. and a lot of them end with grand gestures. Oh, I think the song on the plane is great, and okay. I think it's great that it starts on the intercom and then like breaks out through yeah. the curtain into the. Uh, I love that. I love that. Like <laughs> everyone with carts, like the stewardesses, Billy uh, Idol, and Billy Idol. Like I love the way the guy who blocks yeah. Glenn says, "Sorry, sir, I have to serve the beverages." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that guy is great. Yeah, uh, give that guy more work. Sure, he's great. Get him a part on Mad Men. I like the yeah. guy who says, "Don't mess with Billy Idol." That guy's great yeah. too. Yeah, and I also love the way it's because they have Billy Idol introduces Adam Sandler, and so he comes on and says, "Like one of our first class passengers is going to sing a song," and then it cuts to Glenn who's reading Rolling Stone with Billy Idol on it. It kind of gives that look like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. No, it's, it's weird great. that like this movie was. Re- like made so soon after the period that it depicts that Billy Idol basically looks like yeah he's the same <laughs> yeah you know for sure yep <laughs> it's weird I, I mean I th- maybe that's part of the joke of this movie is that it's a period piece of like a few years ago you know it must be yeah like but, what why else said it in the eight, like but in it's the just 80s. it seems there are like, wedding singers in the 90s you know i think it's like a, i think it's big there's joke. always like it's it's so hard to like sort of see the era that you're in and how it's going to be like aestheticized in the future like mm-hmm. you know like when you think about like 10 years ago like what do you think about the fashions like do you think that you could like paint this crazy exaggerated picture of like what people were wearing 10 years ago no, that's no, I was thinking about that. Really difficult. Watching yeah. this, it's just that's how like idiosyncratic a lot of '80s culture was. I remember one mm-hmm. summer everyone was wearing those Kanye glasses with oh, like the yeah. things, but those yeah. were from the, the '80s. Blind, blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, 
yeah, I think I think it works. I th- I don't know if it's necess- necessarily supposed to be a joke that that is so recent because I think it is so specific. Yeah, like I mean, they have a DeLorean in one scene. Like there were no <laughs> yeah. DeLoreans in nineteen ninety eight. A really soundproof DeLorean. I don't know. Whether <laughs> sound- <laughs> I don't know. And also the music. I don't know if you guys read, but like the origin of how all this came together was. Adam Sandler said – Adam Sandler came up with the idea to, for his writer friend to write him a movie about a wedding singer who gets left at the altar. That was kind of the genesis of it. And then he said his friend was – his writer, Tim Hurley, was listening to the radio and listening to like you know an 80s channel or mm-hmm. station and thought, oh, it would be fun to do something like a period piece in the 80s. And then Adam Sandler said, why don't we make it the same thing? Right. Yeah. And yeah. the other thing I was thinking about is like I can't remember – any any movie or anything really where Adam Sandler actually just gets to sing because he's not a bad singer. He's no, a good he's a, singer. It was like this is – well, if Adam Sandler came up with the concept, like it is purpose built for him. Yeah. yeah. Like, he gets to be funny and sing and like emote through his singing. Like it's great. Like it's surprisingly him. old-fashioned in a yeah. lot of ways. It's basically he wrote himself a like in a love story musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and when I was thinking about this movie, I thought like Mr. Deeds and Waterboy that had all come before this movie. So I was like, oh, he finally hit it with this movie. Like he finally found what he was good at. But this movie came so early in his career. And I think I'm with you, Jay. I'm like, I, all think, right. I, 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 I think this might be one of his best, if not his best comedy. Like Click. Is- <laughs> okay, don't say anything about Click. It's, Wait, why? It's... It's awful. It's a perfect movie. <laughs> it just clicked for me. Oh god. No, it's 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 an awful movie, but then the end just it really fucks you up. So I think it's a really interesting movie that way. But this movie is just so it just has so much joy in it. Like it's just yeah. really joyful. And that's the other yeah. thing like his other like he mentioned click and you know also you know things like Big Daddy is maybe it's had more successful, but like he tries for doing like comedy and sentiment Mm -hmm. in his other movies but i don't think they ever worked nearly as well as this one and also he's made two other movies with drew barrymore and they've sucked yeah well 50 first dates dates was all right oh that was horrible (laughs) no it's bad it was and that was depressing yeah at the end the the woman just has to wake like i thought there'd be some kind of miracle cure or something no but that's kind of what i like about the movie is that it doesn't and that's what one of the detractions of this movie for me was that like he gets everything he wants at the end of this movie when really i think it would have been enough to for drew barrymore and him to get together but then billy idol is also like all right like i'll give you to my record labels and they'll like sort you out oh Uh, yeah and i was just like that's "That's the worst accent and also that wouldn't you know, that's not good. But that's also we know that that couldn't – he couldn't have made that much money because we've never heard of him. Right. Yeah. But if he got big in the 80s, we would know the name Robbie Hart, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he just had that one song. Oh, OK. <laughs> I also think – I do think it's a pretty good song, the song that he sings at the end. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I've like – I've heard people covering it and – Have yeah. you? Who did you hear covering like it? Like on YouTube. Pearl Literally Jam. All YouTube covers and stuff. <laughs> Pearl Jam covering it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I want to grow where you are. <laughs> it's <any> better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny song. Yeah, but I wish I wish it had kind of and even her her present to him like I think it, it would have been better if it was kind of just to get him back in the game of wedding singing to be like that's enough for me like yeah. you are enough right now for me right. instead of like but it's nice that she's like, pursue your dreams too. That's also a very nice message. Don't worry, the label will screw him over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
He went back to wedding singing. Yeah. Billy Idol was drunk and soon forgot it. <laughs> yeah. Billy Idol didn't even have a record deal at this time. <laughs> you know, the thing, because they do have really good chemistry, right? Yeah. They have great chemistry. And it's great in this movie, but the fact that they were never able to... Maybe they had good chemistry in Fifty First Dates, but that movie is a nightmare. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it's an existential nightmare. I mean, yes, yeah. And the other one I never even saw. And I wonder if part of the reason is this, I mean... We've probably talked about it before. A lot of people have talked about it that Adam Sandler stumbled on like, hey, if I set my movie in Hawaii, my family gets a free vacation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he so, said that. Yeah. Much, so 50 yeah. First Days is in Hawaii. Blended, I think, is like South Africa. Just go with it was in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. So like this movie feels very modest. It feels very grounded. It feels very relatable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that soon spiraled out of control in yeah. his, as his career yeah. became and more it, and more ludicrous. Well, they just seemed to work harder on this one. Like I read some of an earlier draft of the script and mm-hmm. it was a lot different, a lot less funny. I don't believe that Adam Sandler movies have second drafts of the script anymore. That seems like right. mind-blowing. Yeah, because yeah, he has. now he just makes those Netflix yeah, he shows I mean, up in his jogging pants. It's possible that there's something to them because I haven't seen an Adam Sandler movie in a long time. Well, one yeah, that he's done. The, the Meyerowitz stories is apparently really good. That was oh, Bombach. I, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, that was Noah Bombach. I mean, he was good. I always think he's a good performer, but yeah, like that one he did on Netflix, the uh, the Western one. I think oh. that, that has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Like, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> I almost watched it when I read that Vanilla Ice plays Mark Twain. That almost made me watch that movie. But uh, that is pretty funny. <laughs> but 11 million people watched that movie in three days. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, people it, are watching it. It would have been a very successful movie if it came out in the box, like in theaters. Yeah, but the so, question is, would people go? Would people and go? Pay yeah, to it's, see it. it's not a great. Uh, I mean, that's people the thing. Did go yeah. to see his movies until like anger management. Yeah. Or right. ma- I mean the ones with the slide after that. Yeah, like the vacation ones. They like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. People yeah. go to see his movies. I don't know. He like speaks to America's heartland. <laughs> yeah, he's he is America. He is America. You know. Yeah. There you go, Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> okay, I think we should start to wrap up. Rob, wh- what did you think? Did you think it was rewatchable? Yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. I think it's like one of the one of the like it, I think it's a one of the better romantic comedies out there and the fact that it's starring Adam Sandler doesn't seem to detract from it like he's good enough he's like really in his character here like sometimes he can be a bit cartoony but it mostly works in the context yeah no but I mean like I was thinking about this because you always think about like who else could have been in this movie like if it had been like somebody who wasn't like you know an elastic face comedian I guess he doesn't have an elastic face elastic voice comedian (laughs) (laughs) you know would it have been as interesting and or would it have worked or whatever and I think he you know he sort of adds something to it with his style of comedy which is not realism but he also sort of like clicks into the (laughs) realistic parts as well like they feel emotionally uh, present and Mm -hmm. motivated and I his it's so simple and sad like his character when he's heartbroken like it's there's not much complicated about feeling crappy because your fiance stood you up at the altar I'm sure it won't happen Blaine (laughs) but like so glad we did this one just like it's (laughs) heartbreaking watching him like mope around and uh (laughs) Yeah, so I, I think it's really rewatchable. I think it's his like best movie, probably, 
and ready for a sequel, right? <laughs> Wedding Singer 2. Well, they did do like an actual musical. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, there's it a stage a, musical wow. version, yeah. which I was reading a little bit about, and it sounds like the plot's a little different. Yeah. At the end, instead of actual Billy Idol, it's like a Billy Idol impersonator. It's like, was that was that was a thing? They couldn't get <laughs> Billy Idol through the Broadway production? I guess not. Was it still in the 80s? I think so, yeah. So there's already a Bi- Bi- Billy Idol impersonator. That's weird. That's weird to me. Yeah, why don't you yeah. just have a guy pretend to be Billy Idol? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Really, Billy Idol was a Johnny Rotten impersonator, all right? <laughs> he wasn't tune into, as he seemed. Tune the Van Halen podcast. Starting uh, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> what what about more you? More insights like that. I, I really liked it. I didn't like it that much when, when I first saw it because I thought it was kind of a departure from what Adam Sandler was doing. But I think it's a welcome departure as I'm older now, this restrained Sandler where he's not like yelling all the time. And it, I don't know, maybe other Adam Sandler movies are this way, but it kind of felt like, you know, that, like when you're in grade school and you think different, like things are funny and weirdnesses are funny, but you're also like very accepting at the same time. And that's how it kind of feels. He, he gets to like laugh at people, but also accept them at the same time. And I don't understand how that works in this movie, but it works. And I think that's, like the weirdos at Table Nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. one of whom was Brian Posehn. I was oh, just yeah. going to say that. Yeah, I, I was like, "Is that him?" That's really cool. I felt bad. Well, he's good now. He's all right. I hope so. Yeah, it's fine. It probably still stings. <laughs> it probably hurts. Yeah. So anyway, and- or that lady with the sideburns. You shouldn't make fun of ladies with sideburns. I don't. They probably put sideburns on. I don't know. They did She's put sideburns. Yeah, on I'm. Dude. St- I don't. Yeah. still not. Yeah, but it also, but they, he gave her the mic, you know, like she had a voice. I don't know. Like it feels a little accepting too at the same time as making fun of them. So it's very weird. And the fat guy? Yeah. That's yeah. Not, don't make fun of fat people. Yeah. His reaction though, when he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I would do that. Uh, and, and it's very funny. Donald and Ivana and. Yeah. Well, they're still together, but, right? I assume yeah. so. Uh, yeah, I haven't really caught up on Donald in a while. Yeah, I, I like the movie. It was very funny like watching it because there are still some things that we had like rentals to rent and still some things to do for the wedding because it's a lot to put on a wedding. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't think it's a lot, uh, I wish I could have told this to myself. It's a lot. Was, um, was there anything you found didn't ring true about this movie now that you've mm. been through the experience of planning a wedding? I, no, there was just like a lot of like I was like, oh, that cost a lot. And like, like I could like price point everything that was happening in this movie now from eighties um, prices. Yeah, from eighties prices. Like he, there's this one point where like when he gets stood up on the altar, he goes into a, like a little curtained off booth right. where the bride would get ready. So I got uh, five hundred bucks. Yeah, I was like, that's that's crazy. Just you know, get ready somewhere else, like in a hotel room <laughs> or something. Yeah. So and then there's another thing where we're like, should we? This is so stupid. But it's the stuff you have to think about in weddings. It's like, should we rent, rent like floor length tablecloths or like ones that are like half length? And this is something. What'd that, you like, go with? That like so many people gave input on. Don't leave us in suspense. Well, we we looked at this movie and there, we're like, you know, ha- half length is fine. So we went. This no, movie no. helped us uh, do a choice in this our could own be a wedding. Disaster! <laughs> <laughs> it's just so silly. Weddings are, are so silly, and but this oh, is it's, it's going to be great having you guys there at mine, not interrupting it. Right? Right? I thought that we were podcasting during the wedding. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do, gonna do <laughs> like a like live. riff tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's yeah. good. Yeah, JM, you're a married man. Do you have any advice mm. for Blaine? 
Oh, oh I, you yeah. got to put a stop to this dude hanging around your fiance planning everything with her. Yeah. Okay. That's, what, I that's not that. cool. That's not cool. <laughs> no, I, right. I, I'll, I'll give you some serious advice. I'll be, oh, wow. Be, really? On the podcast? Nah. <laughs> Turn the mics off. No, I will say like in my wedding, I feel like there were so many people to like say hello to and so many things to run around and do. I say, you know, I mean, it's going to be running around, but when it actually comes down to it, when it's the night of and you're and you're having dinner and having drinks and stuff, really try to just like wind down and enjoy yourself. All right. Try not to nice. try not to stress out saying hi to people. Just you know, just take care of yourself. Don't say hi to anyone. Yeah, just leave. <laughs> just go. What's wrong with Blaine? He hasn't said hi to anyone. Just staring off into the distance. Just trying to draw into a shell yeah. and <laughs> think of Simon and Garfunkel songs. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Just try to try no, to enjoy I, yourself. Try I, to be in the moment. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's, that's great advice. advice. Yeah. yeah. Good advice. A, a lot of people are like, you know, right after you're married, go somewhere just together alone like have food have a little bit of wine because that's the only time you'll have together for the rest of the night because you're going to be talking to everyone you're going to be doing that so yeah we're trying to do we're trying to follow your advice already okay good yeah, it's, and in case so it wasn't wanted great thanks blaine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go to Seems hell like you're yeah, gonna be fine hope yeah, your no, uh, marriage is happy <laughs> keep your advice to yourself okay uh yeah well, no no it's very nice rob's very giving nice. a toast right <laughs> <laughs> Love stinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's at table nine at your one? Oh, God, I know the answer already. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> if I didn't make it clear before, I totally think this movie's rewatchable. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the most rewatchable movies we've ever done. I've, I've watched this so many times and will continue to. I think it's great. Let's wrap up. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to come to Blaine's wedding again, that address is? Uh, Patreon.com slash rewatchability. (laughs) And you can donate there. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and you can rate us on there. That helps as well. You can follow us on Twitter at rewatchability. Facebook.com slash rewatchability. You can like us on there. Buy a t-shirt, tpublic.com slash stores slash rewatchability, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, if you want to send us an email about anything, maybe wish Blaine a... Happy nuptials. Yeah. You or can... wish some of us some nice stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> some of us who aren't getting married have things going on. Sure, yeah. Rewatchability at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.